Hi there, just a quick message before we get started. As we move forward with the podcast, we would like to give you the opportunity to participate in various challenges that are exciting and affordable. This month, we are offering a 21-day meetings challenge that gives you all the key tools that you need to participate at a higher level in your English meetings, such as agreeing, clarifying, disagreeing, making suggestions and interrupting. All the essential stuff. So if you're interested in getting to the next level with your English meetings, click the link in the show notes and sign up free to the waitlist. The link will only be available until the 27th of May. So make sure you don't miss out. Okay, now let's get on with the show. Welcome to episode 16 of the Transformato Inglés Profesional podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Smith. Today, I will be talking with Alistair, an amazing coach from my team, all about how to translate confío en él, why trust is not confidence, the difference between confidence and arrogance, what preposition to use with the verb trust, a story about trust on a Greek island, and some great listener feedback. This podcast is aimed at helping you push your business English communication skills to the next level so that you can grow professionally and achieve your international career goals. So without further ado, let's get straight into it. Enjoy! Hi everyone. Today we're going to talk about something that is very interesting and actually is quite a common mistake for Spanish speakers. So hopefully it will be helpful for all of you. And it all has to do with the word confianza, right? Now, the mistakes often come because of a translation issue. And so that's what we're going to talk about. And in particular, how we would translate confío en él. Okay, confío en él. And as usual, Alistair is here to talk about this issue. Hi, Alistair. Hi, good morning. How are you? I'm fine. And you? How are you? Yeah, very well, thanks. Great, great. So yes, confío en él. And this is a kind of, a mistake. it can be a mistake because it can sometimes be translated to confidence, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that can be a problem. I think because confiar or confianza sounds very sim- similar to confidence. That's right. So it's a word that that people go go to immediately, no? So they say, in that sense, I probably say, I have confidence in him. That's right. Or the opposite, negative, I don't have confidence in him. Mm-hmm. And this is a misuse of the word confidence. We wouldn't use it in English in in that way, no? Exactly right. Yeah. So I mean, confidence. How would you define, or what's your idea what it means, confidence, or to have yeah. confidence in someone? Yes, I mean here what we we discussed before we started recording is essentially that the idea of confidence is often related to your self confidence, mm. right? It's it's kind of more related to how you feel about yourself, mm. and certainly in English that that's that's what the word is more connected to. So you might feel that you have a lot of confidence when you are speaking in front of an audience, or you might feel that you don't have much confidence, or there there can be a whole range of situations where you can feel confident because it's a feeling inside you right but it's not necessarily related to another person so we're talking about self-confidence there which yeah. is kind of autoestima, right 
Mm -hmm. Autoconfianza, autoestima. Exactly. So you, exactly. yeah, you have confidence in your own abilities or skills to exactly. be able to do something. Whether that's speaking another language, obviously, if you feel if you're very confident speaking English, you you feel that you have a high level of English. You're very fluent, and so you're not embarrassed or worried about speaking English in like a business meeting or given a giving a presentation because you're very confident. You 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 feel confidence in your own abilities no to exactly just in that example or it could be in a sport your ability to play a sport i mean somebody like cristiano ronaldo is famous for being having extreme self-confidence mm -hmm. or you could say any sports person at the top of yeah. top level rafa nadal in tennis or anyone that you you have to be very self-confident you have to believe in yourself and your abilities that you are the best or one of the best or you're unlikely to succeed no absolutely so, Absolutely. And sometimes with Cristiano, for example, people can accuse him of being arrogant. Uh -huh. So very often there could be a very thin line between having a lot of self-confidence, being extremely confident. And if you cross that line, you could come across, phrasal verb, I mean, uh -huh. you could appear to other people yep. to be arrogant. But often it's not necessarily arrogance. It's just a supreme belief in yourself and your own abilities to in his case play football very well yeah and score goals so he's he's confident when he steps out on that football pitch that he's going to be the best player on the pitch and he will win the game mm -hmm. he'll score three goals yeah but obviously if you say that you know i'm the best and i'm going people can perceive that as being arrogant exactly exactly um, but yeah. it's just extreme self-confidence so he's a very self-confident person because he's very right. good and he knows he's very good exactly exactly so yeah that's that's the kind of connection that we have right between between that idea of well, we have that word in spanish confianza and we have that danger of going to confidence but that actually can we have to be a little bit careful there okay and in if we wanted to translate confio en el then we'd actually have to go more to the word trust Okay, mm -hmm. and that's a really important kind of thing to get into your mind that you have to say that particular word. You have to use that particular word. So the actual translation there would be "I trust him," "I trust her," "I trust et them," etc., etc. Et right? Yeah. Or "I don't." You can put it in the negative, or "Do you trust them?" etc., etc. Et right? Yeah, no, I don't. I don't trust him. Yeah. So, for example, I I think most most people who like football and know something about it would trust Cristiano to score a goal to win a game. So mm -hmm. I trust him. He's going to win this match for us because mm -hmm. you know he's very good and he scores goals very often. Mm -hmm. So you would trust him to 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 score a win the the winning goal in the last minute or a hat trick. Yeah. Sure. But obviously, if it was another player that you don't think is that good, you wouldn't trust them to score exactly. in the game. You say, "Oh, he's not very good. I don't trust him." Yeah. So yeah, you trust in another person. Um, yes. 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 And that's kind of like with something that we kind of can mention maybe a little bit later on, whether, you know, trust is is mostly kind of connected to the idea of body, right? You trust somebody rather mm. than something. But, you know, we can talk about that also in a, at a later stage. But what we want mm. to focus on now is how, how you potentially, what type of prepositions you would use mm. with trust. And I think this is also quite important because there is a temptation because you have this sense 
sentence in Spanish, which is confío en en él, right? Confío mm -hmm. en él. There's a temptation to translate that across as well and to use trust in, okay? And this is something that we we wanted to highlight because it's it's not a clear-cut situation, right? It's not it's not particularly no. like a black and white. Well, it's not a mistake. I mean, no. the, the problem is that our clients or Spanish speakers tend to, well, first of all, if they, the first mistake is the one of comfort, I have confidence in him, mm, which yeah. is not correct. And then, then some people use the word trust. You go, ah, oh, that's great. You're using the word trust. This is the correct word. Yeah. So that, that's, that's positive, no? Because you don't often hear students use, or clients using the word trust. But then they say, I trust in him. Now, the thing is, it's not a mistake. It's not wrong. And you can say, I trust in someone or trust in something. Yeah. So it's possible. But we were talking about this between ourselves. So when would we say trust in or not? And we weren't even quite sure ourselves. Is there a difference? Would you use one or the other in a different situation? Hmm. And we didn't really reach any conclusions on that. We just say what we're, what we, what we were confident that most of the time it's more natural for a native speaker not to use the preposition we do occasionally but usually to say yeah i trust him i trust her or exactly. i don't trust him yeah. and we wouldn't use the in so it is optional and it's not a mistake but we we feel that it's much more natural and more common that 80 90% of the time a native speaker would just wouldn't wouldn't use the preposition to say do you trust him no i don't or yes i do yeah Exactly right. It was yeah. our, the conclusion we came to. Yeah, it was. It was the conclusion. Yeah. And it, it's, it's maybe difficult for Spanish speakers to remove that in because it comes so naturally, right? It's yeah. like, like, okay, I'm maybe not thinking completely in Spanish, but I'm certainly still have some sort of translation process going on in your mind. And mm -hmm. just naturally the in will, yeah. will be there for you. But overall, as kind of Alistair mentioned there, I think sort of 80, 90% of the time is probably better to, to not have that preposition there and just, just say, yeah. Tr to trust someone to trust him yeah it feels more natural just to say i don't trust this guy or i trust him yeah or do you trust me you say yeah, to somebody no exactly i think that's more more usual and we were trying to think if there's any specific reason we we're even looking up in the internet the difference trust in and we couldn't find so far at least we haven't found any definitive to you know is is there a difference between trust in or just trust mm. doesn't seem to be it seems to be basically the same but there are some expressions where when it's something say more profound or more yeah. poetic you say trusting god mm -hmm. we found that expression trusting god, and that yeah. sounds very natural to say yes. trusting god yeah as opposed to just trusting your colleague at work no? that's so, right ah, yeah you, you can trust this guy he's very good he knows what he's talking about trust him yeah but maybe you would say trusting god so maybe we think, but we're not sure, that the trust in sounds is very particular for something. You want to sound it more profound or more, give it more importance, perhaps. Yes. But yeah. that is not a definitive answer. So what we're saying is in most of the use of trust in your everyday life, business life and personal life, you don't need to say in. That's right. Yeah. Just say you trust someone or you don't. And the yeah. trust in is maybe more specific expressions that you will read it, you will hear it but it's not very common.
Yeah, and there's probably like you mentioned the whole idea of something maybe being more poetic, but also mm. I think we also discussed the idea that our listeners might hear it in songs as well, right? There, yeah, there are yeah. a few songs, quite mm. famous songs, where they 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 actually say something like "Trust in Me," for example, and of course those are particular contexts where the 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 writer of that song decided, has decided that, you know, that's to the use, phrase they want to a, use, yeah, absolutely, because maybe it does sound more more poetic, more beautiful, or maybe it just fits the music better sure. they just need an extra word mm. <laughs> to fit in with the the rhythm of the music no yeah so sometimes yeah. it's purely for that reason not necessarily because there's any difference in meaning but yeah. it is true yeah i think we actually did read in internet someone commenting that it's very often trust in is used in in lyrics in song lyrics yes exactly um, is there a reason for that we're not sure but it is yeah. true yeah and it yeah. could be the idea it sounds a bit deeper more profound more poetic that could be the reason, but we don't yeah. really have a definitive answer on that yet, at least. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're still looking. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's our overall advice. If you can remove that in, then best to do it. We also came across another type of expression that you sometimes say in English, which is trust me on this. Okay. Trust mm. me on this. You know, this is kind of like a situation where you can want to convince somebody that you kind of know what you're doing, that you mm. have, you, you feel as if you have got everything under control, that you're they should right. believe you. No, right. Mm. So, so yeah. And that the full sentence there would be trust me on this. I've got it under control or whatever yeah. it might be. Right? It's like saying, believe me, I'm right. I know. Yeah. yeah exactly. So if you've got some argument, maybe about some fact could be, could be anything. No. And it could just be like, the, what's the capital of Rwanda? So, and so, so he says, oh, it's, I don't know what the capital is, so I'm not going to say it, but they say yeah. it's, mm. And the other person is like, mm, I'm not, are you sure? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Trust me on this. Trust me on this. So it's like, yeah. believe me, I know the answer. I'm right. And then yeah. the other person, if they don't know, they say, okay, I trust you. If you say, you know, I'll trust you because exactly. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like so, to be sure about, very sure about something. No? Trust me on this. I, I'm right. Believe yeah. me. Yeah. So yeah, those are the kind of situations there. Basically, you know, a verb that is important to remember, trust, and then also how that verb interacts with different types of prepositions and what your mm. general strategy should be there. But at the same time, we also kind of wanted to give the listeners a little story. And Alistair certainly has come up with a, a nice one with regard mm. to trust. So maybe you could tell us about that, Alistair. Yeah, this suddenly came to me from nowhere in our conversation preparing this episode and this is a long time ago so I think it was 1983 so almost 40 years ago showing my age here again I was a student I don't know I'll be 20 years old 19 or 20 mm. 20 I think and I hitchhiked with a friend from Liverpool to Athens in Greece mm. and then we took a ferry and we did we traveled between some islands Santorini, Eos and Paros and on the island, I think it was Paros, we were sleeping on the beach. So it was in sort of backpacker, mochilero, as they say in Spanish, backpacking, sleeping on the beach, trying to do this holidays cheap and hitchhiking, I mentioned, is autostop. Mm. So everything in as cheap as possible. So we were sleeping on the beach, fantastic holiday, trying to spend as least money as possible. Mm -hmm. And basically, I was having such a good time and enjoying myself and I didn't want to go home. Mm. I spent all I didn't have a lot of money, but I needed to keep some to at least get the ferry back to Athens, mm. and then hitchhike and then eat some food. So I had to have some money. But stupidly, I spent all my money. And I ended up on this island with no money that I couldn't catch the ferry back to Piraeus, the, the port of Athens. Mm -hmm. And there was a guy who a Dutch guy who was 
sort of in the group of people on the beach and he played the guitar. So he was always there playing his guitar and singing a bit of a hippie. And he was older than the rest of us. We were all students around between 19, 21. This guy was probably, I don't know, late twenties or maybe 30. And anyway, I was telling him this, oh, I spent all my money and I can't get home. And this guy who hardly knew me at all, he'd known me for a few days, maybe a week. Um, and he said, oh, don't worry, I have money. I'll, I'll lend you some money for you to get home. I was like, really? Are you sure? You don't know me. He said, oh, don't worry, I, I trust you. I trust you to pay me back. So really? Oh, well, okay. Thank you very much. What can I say? So he, he, he lent me some money. Now, this is where it gets really stupid. Being an idiot of 20 years old, as I said, I was enjoying myself so much. I think there was like a party the next day on the beach or something. And I said, well, I'll just stay one more day just for the party and then I'll go. Of course, I ended up staying another two or three days and spending all the money he'd lent me. So imagine the embarrassment when this guy saw me say, Ali, what, what are you doing? What are you, why are you still here? Didn't I thought you'd left three days ago. I was like, well, you know that money you lent me, I spent it all and I've got no more money again. And he, Now the guy could have got really angry and said, you're an idiot and that's it. But he said, oh, okay, I'll lend you some more. So the, the guy, he was amazing. You, you could say maybe he was a bit stupid, but he trusted me sufficiently Good. to lend me more money. Mm-hmm. And he trusted that he said, well, when you get home, I'll get, here's my address. When you get home, you can just send me the money. I trust you to pay it back. You seem like a trustworthy person. So mm-hmm. the noun of trust is trustworthy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, thank you very much. Well, what can I say? So this time, obviously, I wasn't going to repeat the same mistake. I did leave the next morning, took the ferry, and I hitchhiked all the way back to home, to Liverpool. And a few days later, or I, I sent in the money. And obviously then there was no method of, you know, transferring through your mobile phone. Or I literally put cash in an envelope and sent it to him to the address. And I never heard from him again. So right. I never yeah. saw this man again in my life. But I always remember, well, I completely forgotten about this till we started talking about. And do you have an anecdote about trust? Uh, and it suddenly came back to me. So this this lovely, amazing man trusted me twice. Would I wouldn't have trusted me the second time, or maybe not even <laughs> yeah. the first time. So I'm not sure I'd trust somebody sufficiently who I just met on a beach in Greece yeah. to to give them cash and expect them to send it back to me. Yeah. And he did it twice. So yeah. there's so there. So there yeah. So thankfully, I am a trust, trustworthy person, and he was right to trust in me. Trust in me, I just said. Did you yeah, notice? that's kind of interesting. Yeah. 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 I, well, I, that wasn't deliberate. That just came out. <laughs> so sometimes yeah. we do use the preposition in. Just yeah. we're not quite sure why. <laughs> I yeah. think it's just a subconscious thing. That it you is. Do. It is. I mean, I was kind of listening to you very carefully there as you, as you explained mm. that whole really nice story. Mm. And I, of course, I think it's a kind of a good example of that, that situation of whether you put a preposition or not, because you obviously used trust as many, many times during that story. Mm. And pretty much 95% of the time you didn't use the preposition, mm. right? You didn't use in. Yeah. The last one, right at the end. Uh, the last one, the very last one, then you put in. And I think that's a good representation of like of the, 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 of the yeah. Yeah, the proportion, yeah, yeah. yeah. 90% you wouldn't use it, but then very occasionally we do, but we're, maybe, yeah. we're not quite sure why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe it was to emphasize yeah, the trust, maybe. the yeah. aspect, the profundity, the depth, yes. as we said before, like trusting God. Yes. In this case, like it was amazing that this guy could trust in me so much to yeah. lend me money twice. That's so you're right. sort of giving more emphasis to the level of trust. 
potentially yeah yeah we don't really know if that's the answer that's just we're speculating (laughs) speculating absolutely yeah so thank you very much alistair that's a really great story and and really good use of of trust and and showed us just how to use it and also obviously picking up on that trustworthy element as well which is kind of interesting yeah absolutely good fantastic so i hope that clears things up for the moment let's just go move on to a little bit of listener feedback because we've had a little bit of a few comments from different Mm. people right I think the first one that we wanted to highlight was from Betty. Is that right? Betty, yes, who con- continuing with what we've spoken about in a previous, well, a couple of previous episodes was when you begin your introduction to the podcast with, without further, further ado, yeah. we, somebody brought this up saying, what's the word at the end? Because they couldn't catch the, I didn't catch that. Mm-hmm. Coming back to another expression we've used recently. Yeah. They didn't catch the ado. And we explained what it meant. And then we, we asked listeners, maybe in, we're not sure in Spanish how you say that. So could people give us suggestions? So we had a few in a previous episode. And this, this latest one is sin más demora. Yeah, sin más demora. demora. Yeah. So I think demora is another word meaning like retraso, delay. Yes, yes exactly. That's so right. Like further delay. Or, yes. Yes. And, uh, so it's a good, another good example so we've had a few there are several two or three different ways you could say without further ado yeah absolutely. what was the previous one sin mas preambulos yes it was a previous suggestion from yeah that's yeah absolutely listener. yeah okay yeah. then I, yes mm-hmm. there was another email from cheryl right cheryl, talking yes. specifically about a previous episode where we were talking about everything to do with phone calls and if you have problems on the phone and kind of what to mm. say and we came up with that point with a number of different options but cheryl came up with some further ones some, right some good ones that we didn't yeah. think of or we didn't mention mm. all of them perfectly valid she she suggested uh, maybe these are more american which is why we didn't think of them mm. but i i wouldn't say any of these would well, well i'll read them first and you can say if you think they're particularly american i don't think so mm. so she said how about sorry we have a bad connection mm-hmm. no that's that's, uh, that's absolutely fine yeah, yeah. your voice no. is breaking up so he talked about cutting out yes but your voice is breaking up again i don't think it's particularly american very British nice people would also say that very yeah, nice ver- yeah we have some interference mm-hmm. or interference on the line yeah we're oh yeah again yeah, uh, something we could say. And the final one I called, but your line was busy. Was busy, yeah. Now we talked about engaged. Now I'm not sure if engaged might be a particularly British expression. I don't know if Americans use engaged. Maybe they w- would be more likely to say the line was busy. I can imagine. So there so. is a possibility yeah. Yeah. that there is a difference. But generally, you could use all those expressions and the ones we mentioned. Yeah. So yeah, well done, Cheryl. Some excellent suggestions there. Absolutely, absolutely. And that kind of just gives a very opportunity for me to say that, you know, like, it's always fantastic to hear from our listeners. And if you do want to send anything in, then please do feel free to do so, because it's fantastic to to get ideas from you to help you in any way. And if they, they, those types of ideas often help us be more creative in, in kind of thinking yeah, about... We, we, we trust our listeners. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> to to send in good, you know very useful suggestions or alternatives to the things that we offer we say because yeah, we absolutely. we don't think of everything as you can see so sure. if anyone has any other ideas or options then yeah feel free to or just comments on feedback in general no yeah 
Absolutely. Really fantastic to, to hear from our listeners, no doubt about that. So let's just do a quick summary of what, we, uh, what we've talked about today. Obviously, we focused all on the idea of the confianza and how you would translate confianza, in particular, confio en él, and how you should avoid the word confidence try to understand exactly when you would use confidence. That's important because that's important for a different context. And then focus more towards the idea of the word trust. Get that clearly in your mind as that being the right word in terms of that particular translation. Then, of course, you have all of the issues in terms of what preposition might you use with the word trust? Would it be in? Would you use it without any preposition at all? And overall, our recommendation there is 90, maybe 98 percent of the time you should probably just use trust without that particular preposition because it just sounds better it's a bit easier Mm. obviously at the same time you you have to be kind of clear in your mind because you will always be tempted to put that preposition in because of because of the construct the spanish construction of that phrase Mm -hmm. Um, but overall yeah better to not use that preposition if you can okay so just trust someone trust him trust her etc etc i think is the best that's what we recommend absolutely and you sound more authentic like a native speaker yes i think so i think so i think there's always that slight danger if you use trust in in specific situations then some people might think oh that's not quite the right way to use it you know Mm. but it's a little bit easier and more well i wouldn't say easier but it's it's, you're going to sound more convincing more native Mm. if you avoid that preposition yes i would say overall and as you said in the anecdote i told spontaneously and naturally yeah, it didn't occur to me to use the in until the very last sentence. That's right. Now, why that is, I don't really know. So I wasn't consciously making a decision to change and use the preposition. It just came out naturally. Yeah. And then immediately, as soon as I said it, it was like, oh, I used in. Yeah. Obviously, native speakers would not realize. They wouldn't notice if they're using it or not. Unlike us, obviously, because we're talking about this subject. Mm. But uh, but 90% of the time, they wouldn't use in. This is the point that we're trying to make, no? Yeah, exactly so, right. So if you say it all the time, trust in, trust in, it would sound slightly strange. Yes. Or unusual, yes. No? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Fantastic. Alistair, so I think that's it for this week. So as mm. usual, thank you very much. It was super enjoyable to discuss this issue with you. No, my pleasure. Thanks. And we'll see each other again next week. Okay, cheers. Bye. All right. See you then. Bye-bye.